Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On this episode of Zoom and Enhance podcast, horror movies, horror movies, and more horror movies. Our Halloween special with a very special guest. Can you clear that up, Benny? I don't know. Let's enhance it. Enhance section A6. I enhance the detail and... I think there's enough to enhance release it to my screen. Enhance the reflection in her eye. Let's run this through video enhancement. Edgar, can you enhance this? Hang on. Zoom in on the mirror. Can you enhance the image from here? Can you enhance it right here? Can you enhance it? Can you enhance it? Can we enhance this? Can you enhance it? Hold on a second, I'll enhance. 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 Freeze and enhance. 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 Just print the damn thing! Hello, 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 hello to one, hello to all. This is the second episode of this awesome podcast that we were actually going to call the awesomest podcast ever, but we ended up not calling it that. Um, I have no idea why, because it's actually an <laughs> awesome name, but <clears throat> this is Zoom and Enhance, episode number two. I am Dan Skullcrusher. I am Claudine Sugarburger. And we have an awesome, awesome guest all the way from the <laughs> West Coast where it's like a completely different time, which is the way that s- stuff works here, which is totally bizarre. She's so far away, in fact, that right now it's not even the time that it is here. That's how far away she is. Please welcome our horror movie <laughs> specialist, Beth. Hi, Beth. Hello. Hey. <laughs> having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, it is my pleasure to have you. We have been looking forward to having you here since before we had a podcast. Um, important to <laughs> note, <laughs> important to note that, um, that we have a special guest already only in our second episode. So you know that there's great, awesome. great, great stuff yet to come. Yet That's how special I am. That is how special you are. Your very first guest. Also, in the spirit of full, full disclosure, I'm drinking um, Founders Breakfast Stout right now. And I would like to say that if anybody out there likes beer, right, and then you have guests over to your house, make sure that whatever beer they bring is good beer that you enjoy because you know they're going to leave some behind, right? So then you end up with a whole mm. bunch of beer that you don't like in your fridge. And that is the case for Founders Breakfast Stout. I really don't like it, but somebody's <laughs> got to drink it. So what are you going to do? It's not, it's not. I, what I'm not, is a breakfast stout? What does that even mean? Does it taste um, like eggs and pancakes? It tastes like, it. it tastes like bacon. Yeah. It's like a bacon, egg and cheese, basically. Awesome. <laughs> is there any All maple right. syrup flavor? Like it's, a McGriddle? It's maple syrup. Yes. Maple syrup on it as well. Actually, it doesn't come with the maple syrup in it. You're expected to like buy your maple syrup separately and then just mix them. So in today's episode... <laughs> And the reason that Beth is um, here with us, obviously, is because we want to talk about horror movies, because obviously Halloween is just around the corner, and we can all agree that Halloween is the best holiday of all. Right, Claudine? Would you agree? I mean, you, I know that you By and I far. agree. Right? I would agree. And Beth also agrees with us, right? Halloween is the best. So the hell with Christmas and the hell with Absolutely. the 4th of July. I don't need Martin Luther King Day. All I need is Halloween. So anyway, we're going to talk about horror movies. 
And uh, I know what everybody's thinking right now out there. They're thinking, oh, so here's this girl. How does she know so much about, like, horror movies? What, what does she know? Well, I also know a lot about horror movies. So without trying to put you on the spot too much, Beth, let me put you on the spot and ask you, what is it about you specifically that makes you such an expert on horror movies? Well, I don't know if I can be called an expert. Oh, I do. For the sake of this podcast, I <laughs> but but I I have always really liked horror movies, and probably for the last I don't know eight to ten years, I've kept a spreadsheet of all the horror movies that I've watched. So I think that makes puts me into the weird sort of anal retentive horror movie fan, um, which perhaps is unique. Well, can we say that at the very uh, least? I, can we say that at the very least, you are obsessed with horror movies? Absolutely, yes, obsessed, and I'm. That's why I'm so excited to be here because just to talk about horror movies with two other people that like them is so thrilling for me. Because on a day to day basis, like you're kind of looked at as a weirdo if you talk <laughs> about the horror movie that you watched last night, like every single day for many days in a row. <laughs> And people around you that thought they liked horror movies are all of a sudden freaked out by the like number of times you're bringing it up on a regular basis. So it's nice to know them in good company that it feels the same way. Um, it's always nice to also find the one or two fans that are like lurking amongst your office or in your normal social circle that they're not out and out, like outspoken about horror movies. And then you find out that they love them. Um, but it's a rare thing. So... But it's also, obviously, uh, I think that it's it's pretty weird, and I think you must admit, too, that usually women aren't big horror movie fans, although some claim that horror movies are actually made for women rather than for men. But also, you're like kind of like this pretty girl, like uh, all nice and blonde, <laughs> walking around. You do not look like a horror movie fan <laughs> at all all so i think maybe that that must catch people by surprise right <laughs> yeah maybe maybe i mean i don't know i don't know also though i love xbox and gaming and all kinds of weird stuff so maybe once people get to know me it fits in perfectly it fits per i mean yeah sure, but... obviously i mean we've known you for years and years and years and it seems in my head right. it, it just fits perfectly but i think if i look at it from an outsider's perspective then it's a little weird but anyway all right mm -hmm. so beth Your first horror movie that you yes. ever watched, do you remember? Yes, definitely. Um, I was kind of old for it because my parents were pretty strict. So I was at a slumber party um, with about 10 other girls in fourth grade. And the, they had two horror movies they wanted to watch. And I was totally freaked out and thinking that I would want to go home. Because I had never watched one, so I just wasn't sure what my reaction would be. But we watched The House on Haunted Hill, the original. What? And that was your I first horror it. movie? <laughs> I was, wow. Yeah, you started, you I came was in totally through the main door. I out by it and scared. <laughs> <laughs> I know I started with a winner. Um, Absolutely. I was very freaked out by it, but like also thrilled, you know. And, and that's, of course, what everyone who loves horror movies knows. But that's why you keep watching them. You get that rush and a total thrill from watching it. So um, when the second one was put on I was scared but excited to see it and the second movie was Pet Cemetery. Wow. And I love that one as well. That is yeah. Claudine, do you remember your first one? So I think I ended Oh my god. My horror experience like I'm not the horror fan that Beth is. And nobody but is. But <laughs> I 
No, nobody is. I mean, like we know Beth and no one's on that level. <laughs> You're in a league of your own. But um, my parents never censored me from anything other than sex on TV. So I remember watching The Exorcist at like six, seven. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah Exorcist was uh, Every Stephen one. King movie, like Cujo, Christine, uh, Salem's Lot, all that stuff. I was watching as a young kid. And to make matters worse, my dad would find ways to exploit that and scare me. No wonder you're so, so fucked up. So my dad totally... Yeah, I know, right? Uh, my dad totally loved to scare me. So, like, I remember when I watched Cujo for the first time, I was just like, oh, big fluffy dog, why is he so crazy? My parents explained what rabies was. And uh, so that night... <laughs> Better rabies than I kind of than flipped scabies. out because I love dogs. And uh, my dad... I had gone to sleep and my dad, their bedroom was adjacent to mine. And he went into his closet and started like scratching on the walls, making like <laughs> You're that noises, like bats. You're that rude. I was completely losing my dad. <laughs> I was completely losing my mind. And my dad is just like totally in the closet, like bent over, cracking up. That's just, I knew that I was loved my your childhood, dad. like wow. completely desensitized to this kind of stuff. That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing. <laughs> My so, sister can attest to this kind of stuff. We just crack up over the crazy crap my dad to, did to us. He, he so, just loved to scare us so that much. That is so amazing. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Beth, when did you realize that it was a little bit more than just liking horror movies, that it was like a thing? I mean, that it was, you know, mm. that, that you were not like, the norm. Yeah. I definitely think when I started tracking everything in an Excel spreadsheet, I realized I was unusual about it. And then also it became kind of such a ritual at that, at that point when I started recording it, I was like, now I have to take this seriously. I got to buckle down and start watching more. Like I need to. So when was this? Was this like, were you like in high school or were you like in college by then? Or that was, that was more like college time, maybe even a little bit after that. Um, Yeah, but I mean, I knew that I liked horror. I've always been a huge Halloween fan. My brother's birthday is on Halloween. So as a kid, Halloween was like the best holiday because it was a combination of trick-or-treating and dressing up and going out at night, which again, with strict parents, kind of an unusual thing. But then also my brother being four years older would have all of his friends over and there'd be a big party when I came back. And on top of all the candy, there'd be cake. So it was such a great holiday. (laughs) And then... um, and then knowing that I also loved and felt like I wasn't really supposed to be watching horror movies, but I loved them. So I knew, yeah. you know, ever since I, that the time I was a kid that I loved them. In fact, I remember watching um, Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think was on Nickelodeon at the time, yeah. like in the, in the early 90s. And I remember turning off all the lights and like sneaking up to my parents' bedroom and watching that on their like black and white TV and then getting scared enough that I had to put the Golden Girls on afterwards just to like erase it. You know, to like, cleanse the palate. <laughs> because old ladies talking about having sex isn't scary enough. <laughs> I think Blanche is pretty scary, but um, so, yeah. <laughs> so you... Your whole horror movie, like, watching, uh, like, marathons uh, that you yeah. leading up to Halloween, when did that start? I think that's when I, it was a little bit, before, probably about 10 years ago, so I was probably, it was probably not long after I got out of college when I finally didn't have homework at night and could dedicate some serious time to watching movies. How many movies um, are in so, your, 
Okay, I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. How many movies are yes. in your uh, in your Excel sheet right now? I think close to 400. Um, so I should probably mention that I actually don't allow myself to watch horror movies at all between, like, usually it's, like, the first week after November all the way until, like, the middle of August. So I only, <laughs> I only let myself watch horror movies from mid-August until early November after Halloween. So it is purely, like, something I associate with fall and, like, Yeah. It's yeah. usually that first day in August where it starts to get chilly that I like want to run out and get a pumpkin spice latte, get a blanket, <laughs> and start watching horror movies. Oh, you're so basic, so, except not like, basic. It is that, I was going to say. Only, <laughs> it is only basic during death that time. and your pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> <laughs> it's only, or hot cider. All right, <laughs> it's only all right, during all right. that time that, like, <laughs> I really indulge and I try to watch like one a day. Like I sometimes don't always finish them, but I'm pretty much always able to watch some bit of a horror movie every day during that period of the year. Um, I've watched a bunch of movies with you, uh, Beth, and I think I have a pretty good idea, mm -hmm. but just for the, for, for reference and for the rest of the discussion, what genre of horror movie is your favorite? Definitely 70s horror. And I really love 70s Italian horror. So, um, but you mean is... like uh, Fulci stuff and that kind of like zombie, like uh, uh, Ultimo Mundo yep. Cannibale, that kind of thing? Or do you mean yeah. like the tamer stuff? Like Vincent Price kind no, of like thing? No, like Jalo. No, definitely uh, the Mario Bava, uh, oh. uh, Dario Argento. The real deal. All of that kind of stuff. Um, and then everything from the U.S. too, from around that time period, pretty much it can't go wrong. I mean, it can go wrong. Yeah. yeah. But I it mean, very rarely goes wrong. And even so if it goes, even if sure. it goes wrong, it's always entertaining, especially from that time. Uh, it's always entertaining. Yeah. It's always weirdly 70s. Yes. So exactly. there's always that. Um, so then based on that, I'm going to guess that your favorite movie is probably Suspiria. Because I, 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 yep, out of all definitely. the Italian that, movies, number one. I, really, because out of all the Italian <laughs> movies, I, I, that, Suspiria has to be my favorite movie as well from that genre. So yep. yeah, Suspiria is a great movie. Claudine, I've never seen Suspiria. Oh, you have <laughs> to. That movie is oh, great. No, that movie is great. get stabbed. And you know what's interesting? I was introduced to that list. movie. I'm going to run out and watch it. <laughs> I was introduced to that movie via Fangoria, actually, which is totally weird. This is like 1992 or 93. They had a story about Suspiria. So I'd never heard of the movie. I went out and got it thinking it would be like a Fangoria gore zone kind of movie. And it totally isn't. I mean, it's a horror movie, I guess, by definition. But it's just super creepy, super yeah. spooky. Um And it has such an Italian 70s flair to it. It's just, the music is amazing. Yeah. So, The yeah. music is amazing. The Goblin obviously always provides a good soundtrack. Yeah, the they're amazing. The colors are intense and rich, and they make you feel uneasy. Um, it's a very slow-paced movie, so it's not for people that aren't willing to put in the time for good payoff. Like, Yeah. At times, I've, I've definitely watched it with people that are not as into horror, and I feel like I'm constantly looking at them to see if they're still interested, because there's definitely 
Yeah, long stretches of time where not a lot is happening, um, but that makes it better, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I completely so, agree with you. Yeah, I completely, that's it's number a, one. It is a superb, superb movie. I you should you should watch it, Claudine. Just make sure that Jim's I, not around, because I think he would be like, "This that is he stupid." Is or is not. <laughs> this is stupid <laughs> that he is not, <laughs> because. Like like Beth said, you have to be able to be open to the idea of this, um, especially in the 70s in Italy, uh, the, the, the buildup of this creepiness that may not deliver a, you know, like a crazy, <laughs> like, you know, uh, it's much more about the uneasiness of it and just feeling kind of creeped out by the whole thing. Um, right. He, uh, that movie reminds me a little bit, and I think that... Stanley Kubrick probably grabbed a lot of little things from those mm, Italian directors mm-hmm, from back then. Mm. Just like things that, the, the way that he lays out the colors and, and, and it's just, it just makes you slightly uneasy and you don't really know exactly why. And speaking of uneasy, that movie that uh, mm-hmm. Beth, uh, we just watched the other night. What was that movie? When I was over there visiting you. Uh, Barbarian, Barbarian Sound Studio? Yes, exactly. Same thing. Great movie incredibly yeah. creepy very very slow but just a, a, a very clever way of making you feel uneasy about things the way that the film is edited mm-hmm. and, and, and and it's I mean yeah it's not it's not the kind of movie it's also like that movie is also very you know psychologically twisted you're not really sure if he's dreaming or not dreaming so you have to be open to that kind you know not being totally sure of what's actually happening exactly. which I like but not, it's not for everyone Exactly, exactly. Is there a horror movie out there, Beth, other than Suspiria, of course, now that we know that, that you think that everybody Mm -hmm. should watch? Like, you know, people are like, everybody should watch The Godfather. Everybody should watch Citizens Kane. Everybody should watch, uh, like, Casablanca. Everybody should watch Forrest Gump. Not. Hey, I just did a nod. It's like 90s. Yeah, what movie do you think that everybody should watch? I feel like there's a couple. Um, definitely The Shining, I think, is an everybody movie. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get so gory that people that, you know, are turned off by gore would be upset. Like, I think that's a movie that has something for everyone. Yeah. Um, and is amazing. I mean, it's definitely my top five. Uh, I, I think Rosemary's Baby is also really, if somebody wants something just, like, a little spookier, I think Rosemary's Baby is really worth watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also... Like, out of, out of semi-more recent movies, I think Seven is really good. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. That one, I think the, like, serial killing with, a, with like, purpose behind it, it definitely obviously goes... It, uh, giving a bit of a nod to uh, The Abominable Dr. Fives, another favorite of mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think those are a few that I would definitely say everyone should see. Seven, obviously, is not for people that... Um, can't handle some gore, but that's a great. Actually, you, you know, those are the best classics. I don't think of Seven as being a horror movie at all, which is interesting. I but, think of it as a crime thriller. Yeah, same here. Which is weird, but now you, if you put it in the horror category, it but it, no, it absolutely, it definitely is. I, I, it just, I think yeah. Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Pitt. I don't think horror, but yeah, it totally is. Right, yeah. Like I will budget. say it's one of the most gnarly crime thrillers I've seen, oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. fantastic. It crosses genres, and that's yeah. fine, you know. Definitely, definitely. Some yeah. of the best movies do. Sure. 
No, no, no. Go ahead. Actually, you know what? You know what, Beth? Let's say yeah. that you want to welcome somebody to the brotherhood of horror movies, <laughs> right? So, yeah. What do you? Uh, what would you recommend them? I mean, what? You, okay, you say. Okay, so beyond beyond all those that we talked about, I would say you gotta watch Halloween. You gotta at least get to Halloween three. Yeah. I feel like that's a <laughs> so that, that's three <laughs> movies already. Watch series. Yes. Okay, so because I have to that's watch all such three. a critical part of of the horror movie genre. Like you yeah. need to know about eighty slasher movies. I think Halloween's but. probably the best series. Friday the Thirteenth is also very good, but there's a lot. I was of gonna ones. say, what do you think of that? But wait, I love it. I love even. Which one is the one? Manhattan. Which one is the? Which oh boy, which one is the Halloween that uh, that has the masks and stuff? Like put on the mask. That's Halloween three, right? Or is that Halloween two? That's Halloween three. Yeah, no, that's three. So people yeah. should watch that. That movie's terrible. Uh, no, that movie's amazing and probably my favorite out of all of them. No, my goodness. <laughs> fight, fight, fight. No, I love the first one. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> I love that one. Wow, that's crazy. Right, so I definitely think those series are good. Uh, like, newer movies, I think I would put on Your Next. I've, that movie oh, came out so a couple good. years ago. I thought it was great. I love the soundtrack, too. Um, what was that movie by Ty West, uh, House of the Devil? That's, like, set in the 80s. Yeah. That one that, was talk about cre- that movie sets up a um, really creepy vibe throughout, too. I haven't totally. seen that one. Yes. Oh, go out and watch that one. Uh, I think Wreck, the, the very first Wreck, which is, I think, from Spain, I thought was fantastic. They redid it as quarantine in the U.S. Um, I have that right. But, uh, yeah, I think that movie was amazing. Um, yeah, you showed me that one the last time. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, that's right. We or, watch that. Maybe it was quarantine. Yeah. It may not have been Wreck, but you showed it. Too. Whatever. They're both good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Goodbye Mommy was uh, also more recent, and that was a very good movie. Goodbye Mommy. I, I... love stuff like, um, yeah. Oh, sorry, Good Night Mommy. Oh, Good Night Mommy. Um, I don't know. What is, what is that? Oh, gosh, it's good. It's, uh, I think it's from Austria. It's, it's creepy um, kids and their mom. Story about some creepy kids and a mom, and I don't <laughs> want to get too into it. You could just watch it, but it's got great cinematography. It totally keeps you uneasy through the whole movie. Um, it kind of reminds me slightly of Funny Games. So if oh, you great like Funny Games, which I know you do, I absolutely probably love like it. Funny Games. That really is. <laughs> I think I think that Funny Games is a good yeah. movie, and if for personal for personal experience, because I used to have a friend that um, we used to watch movies, car movies, every Thursday night. And a lot of times I was like, we should watch this one. And she would say like, oh, I don't want to write read <laughs> subtitles because in horror movies, if you read subtitles, it's not as scary. But we ended up watching uh, the original Funny Games, the German one, and that was the first time she actually read subtitles. And the movie's slow enough that I think you can definitely do uh, it. Such a good movie, such a good yeah. movie to get started with. Like, if you have any issues reading subtitles in general, reach, just watch that movie first, subtitles, and then you can just go and start watching all the crazy Korean ones without a problem. I think it's a good introduction to subtitles. <laughs> That's true. However, if you don't want to watch subtitles and you refuse, 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I actually think the Funny Games remake in English is actually pretty good. Like, I'm not usually a big fan of that, but it, like same with quarantine, I think. I think Quarantine was a good remake of Wreck, and I think the Funny Games uh, American version is actually really good, too, and I like the actors that they picked. Uh, has Naomi Watts? Really? Which is kind of, like, I love when, yeah, I love, like, when real celebrities do horror movies because it's so uncommon, so. Uh, so that one's actually good. Um, yeah, there's so many. I. I was going to mention Carnival of Souls, too, because I do like older movies as well. Um, what about, what about Freaks? That's a really good one. No, not a big fan. Really? Yeah, I won't oh. go. At, first of all, the, the movies are from, like, way back. Like, I, so every, I should mention that Dan got me this book for Christmas, like, six <laughs> years ago. It's called The 300, and I want to make sure I get this right. It's called Horror 333 Films to Scare You to Death. I've actually been working my way through that book, checking them all off. And um, I always force myself, it's done by decades. So it's a really nice, it's a big reference book, but it's also, it's also nice because you can easily pick films from different decades. Mm -hmm. So in each of my seasons of watching movies, I try to get one from like the twenties and thirties and forties. But if it weren't for this book, I'd probably just skip all that altogether because I'm not such a fan of everything like pre 1960. Really? But, um, I think that some yeah, of those old I, movies... Yeah, I know, Freaks, I guess, yeah. I just think that some of those old movies come equipped, pre-equipped with creepiness because they're so old. So a movie that old is already yes. creepy to begin with. And, That's and, true. And I watched freaks. M this year, which I thought was really good, but, like, they're good for different reasons. I almost can't think of them like I think of, like, of a horror movie from after 1960s. Like, they don't actually scare me. Do they scare you? The first time I saw Freaks, I was freaked out. <laughs> Pun fully intended. Saying, uh, no, I just, I just it love the weird. idea that I love the idea that Freaks was, uh, I don't know, I don't know, early thirties, and the people yeah. that are the freaks in the movie are actual real, were actually real circus freaks at the time. So there's people with no legs, yeah. and 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 it just makes it super creepy because. Uh, in the same way that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the first time I, I saw that and my friend told me, I didn't know if this was true or not, but at the time he told me, you know, they, in, in, when they were making the movie, the guys never changed clothes and they never cleaned the set, so it smelled really bad and whatever. So it gives you an extra level of creepiness. And with freaks, I think that the idea of just being surrounded by real-life freaks and trying to make this movie when it's like... It's already freaky as it is. So normally when you're in a, when I'm watching a horror yeah. movie, I can escape to the world of it's just a movie. It's okay. There's, you know, cameras there and there's like guys running around with water bottles. 
with a movie like that, that doesn't really exist. It is creepy even there because it was probably like some greasy dude with a camera that was probably a serial killer himself. And just, <laughs> I, that's what I like about the old movies is that nowadays, any movie today, you know, there's like a limo outside and, you know, everybody's staying in nice hotels. But back in the 70s and before, all those horror movies were super <laughs> shitty productions by super shady people. You know, a lot of those people were like, yeah. Just creepy dudes in really ill-fitting jeans from Walmart. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and there's That's nothing true. creepier than badly yeah, fitting jeans. Yeah, does add an extra element to it, for sure. To me, it definitely does, which is why I love Freaks. I just The idea of thinking about in the 30s doing this, the beginning of the Depression, yeah. it's just it's super creepy. So, anyway. So, Beth, in your opinion, from what you've seen... Um, what horror movie remakes are okay versus ones that just should have never, ever, ever? And that made? includes uh, horror. Because you just I, talked about Funny Games and Wreck, both having yeah. pretty good yeah. American. But versions. so, like, include right. also like reboots and stuff like that. Not only movies that were like yeah. Korean, and now there's an American version, but also, um, yeah, like the remaking of Halloween or. The remaking of Psycho, right, which right. I think is a yeah. fucking joke. I will, I'll agree there. I was not a big fan. I like Rob Zombie movies, like, um, mm. like you know, The Devil's Rejects. I, I think he's done great stuff, but I would agree that the Halloween remake is not my favorite for sure. Um, I can't think offhand of other ones that, I don't know, what, what do you, do any come to your mind? I'm just curious. Uh, what about the Evil Dead remake that came out a few years ago? I haven't seen it. What? I haven't watched it yet. And I, I, I actually really why. liked it, and I want to know what you thought. So. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, I will watch it, and I will let you know. I am not a big fan of the original, but I just <laughs> am not a huge Evil Dead fan. No, and but I, see, I this, yeah, the new version uh, plays like a real horror movie. It's not like campy okay. Sam Raimi stuff. Okay, the tree So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a real horror movie Based on okay. the characters, it, it's it's own thing, and like I know it. a lot of people hated it, but I actually enjoyed it. So okay, what else? You know, the, another one that I thought was actually fairly good was um, didn't they redo? Oh, um, let the right one in. Let me in. Yeah, let the right one in. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they redid that as an American movie yeah. too, right? It had Chloe. I thought that Chloe. remake was decent. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I like the American version one. as much, but I didn't hate it. Well, they're never quite as good, no. right? But um, the book was yeah. ugh, horrifyingly creepy. Like there were scenes really? in the book that were not addressed in either movie, and it was just like gnarly as hell. Maybe for the best. Um, yeah. <laughs> Beth, any uh, movies yeah, that you're I, looking forward yeah. to this 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 holiday season, this Halloween season? Is there any good movies coming out? <laughs> um, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm really interested in Don't Breathe. I thought that looked yeah. pretty good. Um, I also, I don't remember if this came out this year or not, but I thought The Green Room was pretty good. That was Did really good. I just yeah. thought a couple of weeks ago. That was gnarly. Right? Oh scary. Because I always think yeah. that movies are especially scary if they could actually happen to you. Yeah. And so, you know, home invasion movies and... You know, the green room is not a home invasion movie, but you can definitely see how something like that easily could happen. Yeah. And, uh, like, that just, like, ups the, the fear for me. 
Green Room was like the weirdest, most honest portrayal of the punk scene that I've ever seen. Like, I know it's off topic in terms <laughs> of the whole like horror thing, but no, I felt I like right I mean, so. no, I mean, it, listen, it yeah, ruins a movie. Well, I think you're right on. Weird. I just think it ruins a movie <laughs> if they get it if they don't get it right if they don't get something like that right it just totally ruins the movie. I of course For we sure. all we're all the three of us very familiar with the punk rock scene the eighties and nineties. We would definitely like automatically be able to tell oh they just got it totally wrong. But if they get it right like we talked about with right. the Lost Boys or something like that, then you're just like this is awesome. Then it just it just it, it then it st- stays true to form and then you can you can. Like what you were saying earlier, this could happen to me. This looks real. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, yeah, oh, exactly. dude, a guy yeah, would never can. put a safety pin across his nose. That's retarded. Nobody would ever do that. <laughs> Unless it's like 1976 and even then. Yeah, no. When I watched that movie, I was like, oh, my God, that could have happened to me at Rebo's in Dayton. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> oh, for sure. Like the whole idea that you're touring with your band and you run out, you're so low on money you can't get home so you get desperate to take a show and mm-hmm. just make a little bit of money so you can pay for gas to get back like you wanna... that could happen to anyone before you know it you're in this shady club of skinheads and you're yeah yeah it could happen to any of us so, i have i have two stories also, to tell you, know, you i have a story about ending up in a house with skinheads and then i have a story about people really desperate to make money on tour and I don't know which one <laughs> well, to tell you. You should tell us those. Okay, well, the first one well, is... Well, maybe you can give us a quick... I was, quick I, was both. I was dating a girl. This, is, this would be quick. I was dating a girl, and uh, she asked me... Uh, you know, we were in college, and she was like, Hey, I, I really want to go back to my, uh, you know, to my hometown. Uh, can you give me a ride there? She didn't have a car. And then um, we can, like, hang out there, whatever, spend the, the night at my parents, and then come back in the morning. So I was like, yeah, all right, that sounds cool. You know, we were kind of dating, whatever. I drove over there, and she was like, oh, it's right here. And we go in, and it's a house filled with skinheads. It's just as crazy, straight out of a movie, skinhead house. And I had a mohawk at the time. And if anybody doesn't know, you know, the punks and the skins, they don't really get along too well. I thought I was going to get my ass handed to me. Uh, I ended up going back to my car and waiting for her, and I ended up basically spending the night in my in my car. And she actually asked me not to go to her parents' house, but to go to her boyfriend's house, who was a skinhead. So I drove her there just for that. So that's, <laughs> that's oh, the story. That's the Is story this anyone I know? Yeah, I so, think I know who it might be. Yo, I think I, you definitely know who that person is because you definitely know All right. her. So uh, all right. The other one is when we were in tour in Europe, we heard this story for, from this band from Belgium who was driving, you know, touring around. And they stopped at a gas station and everybody gets out, you know, at the gas station and you go use the bathroom, you buy whatever, Snickers bars or whatever, some water, you get back in the van and then they kept going. Like half an hour later, they realized their bass player is not in the van. So he got out and never got back in and because there's so many people. They're like, oh, man. So they turn around. And they get back to the to the gas station, and the dude is sitting there in his underwear, like no shoes, no sh- nothing, just his underwear, <laughs> drinking what? beer. He's just drinking beer. He's drunk, and they're like, "Wow, man!" And he was like, "Well, you know, I realized as soon as it happened what had happened. So I thought it's just a matter of time. So I'm just gonna sit here and wait. And then I waited and waited and waited. And then you guys weren't coming, so I sold my clothes and bought beer. <laughs> oh my god." <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea who he sold his clothes to. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the big question. Yeah, exactly. That's the mystery. Who wants to walk around with a pair of like dirty oh. jeans? And, yeah, so he's <laughs> he proceeded to get drunk oh with a beer God. in the pot. So there you go. <laughs> so both of those situations could have totally turned into a horror real life horror movie. Exactly. Yeah. They, all, they both start as horror movies. They just end up in being my lame life. Isn't it great that we manage to avoid horror movies in our lives as often as we do? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, has any... Think about how often they could happen, and then you you luckily, you know, just you luck out, and it, and it goes a different direction. Yeah. I mean, even, like, even things that happen in a horror movie can happen to you, but they don't turn into a horror movie because... It just kind of stops there. You know, like creepy things and things right. moving by themselves in my house and stuff like that, like they happen sometimes. But yeah. it never it never goes past that. <laughs> right. My house, dude, my so house growing up in Colombia was haunted by the spirit of a native <laughs> South American, like crazy Indian chief, dude. <gasps> yeah, I got crazy Indian dude, um, like wow. straight out of like friggin' poltergeist came to my house and like knocked the door and knocked on the door and told my mom there was like an Indian burial and stuff in her house and whatever. It was what? Super no. Creepy. Absolutely. Oh, that's, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody has died or anything. I mean, I've never been chased with anybody holding a knife or any other kind of sharp instrument or even, or even a writing um, utensil. You just made me think of, you made me think of a couple more movies right there that I think we need to address, which Go is for it. The Orphanage and Devil's Backbone. Please talk about the orphanage. Um, it's what's his face, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Thank you. He, I don't love all of his movies. I will say that, but I do yeah. like a lot of them. And I think the orphanage and Devil's Backbone are the best of them. And the orphanage is just if you like ghost stories, like creepy. Like I know a lot of people, they they like horror movies, but they really only like ghost movies. Like they don't mm. want to watch movies like Saw that have torture and. They don't really like home invasion movies or all the movies we were just talking about that could actually happen. So they yeah. like to go away to a fantasy world. And ghost movies are good for that. And The Orphanage is a fantastic one. Um, also subtitled, so you have to be willing to watch that and read the screen. But um, <laughs> it's basically like an old orphanage that has ghosts in it. I mean, that's... What is there not to like? fantastic. Sounds like right, Cincinnati right. Musical. <laughs> what did you say, Claudine? Cincinnati Music Hall haunted? Oh my god, Cincinnati Music Hall was born or built on top of both an orphanage and a sanitarium and a graveyard what? for both of those. Washington Park oh is a graveyard. Every time they do construction on Music Hall, they find new bodies. So wow. these people I know from work are actual paranormal investigators and they conduct haunted tours. Of musical. Um, that's amazing, first of all. Next time you come to town, you should take one of these tours. I will be there in March and sign me up. Okay, I don't know if they... I think they do it year-round. I know they totally yeah. ramp it up around Halloween. And actually, Music Hall is getting a lot of construction right now, so it may be on pause. Mm. But the next time no, you're in town, it look it like up. Even... Okay. It's like we'll 20 do. or 30 be, bucks. You think when they're doing construction, it would be even a better time. Like, all the spirits would be... It, if they allow them, I don't even know. But um, yeah, they—it's not a super scary tour, but it's just two hours of ghost stories that's based on real fact that you can look up. Like Music Hall, like one of the most beautiful buildings in Cincinnati, was built on top of an orphanage and a sanitarium. That's 
Well, we, if you guys ever wanted to talk for another hour about ghost stories, I'm down because I love them. <laughs> and I love the idea of them happening. I've never seen a ghost before, but like I, I can't get enough. I want to know all the stories. You want to so, be a ghostbuster? I mean, I don't know that I want to bust them. I'm pretty cool with them. You're afraid of no ghosts. Actually, I think I'm afraid, but I still want them to exist. <laughs> Also, Devil's Backbone. Have you guys seen that one? Nope. Is that Guillermo del Toro too, or is that something different? I think so. Oddly enough, he's Benicio del Toro. So. Somebody fact check that. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> it's Benicio um, del Toro's directorial <laughs> debut. <laughs> directorial debut. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, you guys haven't seen that one. No. No. Oh, man. But okay, I can well, tell you this, though. You, this is good. I'm getting a list for you together. For I having... can tell you this. Uh, Devil's Backbone is the name, is the fake name mm-hmm. of a downhill, like, course for rollerblading <laughs> oh, no. in Cincinnati yes. in the movie Airborne. <laughs> I'm just going to drop the mic right here. I'm out. I just made the awesomest reference to the shittiest movie ever made. Oh, <laughs> so my God. I don't know about people Can really agree? believing. Actually, I, I, I just don't. I don't. I don't oh think that people really believe that Beth. That movie in each episode of your podcast. <laughs> Somehow we'll bring up Airborne in every single episode. I don't know that people will believe that Beth is necessarily an expert in horror movies, but me referencing Airborne, obviously, I am an expert <laughs> of all movies. I actually, I vote. I vote for the Oscars. I'm, I'm in the Academy. Just based on that, actually. my knowledge of airborne <laughs> yeah, right. alone uh-huh. got me into the got me into the into the academy. Okay, listen, I know we could keep going on yes. and on and on and on about horror movies, and I think that um, I encourage mm-hmm. people to contact us and let us know what they think. It's zoomandhandspodcast at gmail.com for the email. Uh, on the Zoom and Enhance uh, Facebook page. Oh, there you go. Go to the Zoom and Enhance uh, Facebook go. page and like us there. And then leave us a message if you want us to talk a little bit more about horror movies past Halloween. See how you feel about it. Because if you do that, we can definitely have Beth again and then we can get a little bit more in-depth into specific movies. If that's okay with Beth, of course. Of course. Wait, but before, my part is done here. Can I just give one final recommendation for all the diehard horror movie fans yeah. out there for Absolutely. Halloween? Because I feel like we talked about a lot of like must-see movies for just you know people that are getting into it, and I just want to do one more for the diehards. For the diehards, and that is Shivers. Shivers, which uh, is yeah, it's a Cronenberg movie. Um, uh. I don't remember if it's late seventies or early eighties. I think late seventies, maybe seventy-five. Uh, it's also called They Came From Within. Thank you. Uh, really good one and kind of lesser known. So I'm just throwing that, that out there for the big fans. But uh, thank you for having me join, and I'd be happy to come back if there's interest. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome. Shivers. They Came From Within, 1975, uh, David Cronenberg. Um, no, Beth, please, come on. It's, it's, it's awesome to have you here. Thank you so much for taking some time of your, I am sure, busy schedule to talk to us. And then, like I said, yeah, just uh, stop by our Facebook page, which I think is slash Zoom Enhance. I don't know. Do a search. We're in there somewhere. And just let us know if you would like <laughs> more horror movie talk. My goodness, we're running out of time. Actually, we have run out of time uh, here. But, yeah. but, 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 
Beth, I want to thank you once again so much for joining us. Yes. And then- Yay! Yeah. BSing with us. So and fun. Stuff. Thank you. Anytime I can spend an hour talking about horror movies, I am down. Absolutely. And like <laughs> I said, I mean, maybe next time we can actually spend a little bit more time on specific topics and specifically dive into movies, as opposed to this was just kind of like an overall, like, you know, conversation about horror movies in general. Yeah. So you actually... give the smorgasbord of, of uh, horror. Gotta start there. It's a good place to start. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. Um, and also we wanted to talk about, um, a bunch of TV stuff today, but we didn't get to it. So next time, uh, we'll get to talk about Luke Cage, even though by then it'll be out for a while. Uh, want to talk about, uh, HBO's Westworld, um, and the movie. Mm-hmm. I want to like have a little bit of a comparison there. I want to talk about the beginning of the new Flash season and Supergirl and, I want to hear from Claudine why I should watch American Horror Story. So maybe you can Ooh. tune in to watch, uh, to listen rather, uh, Claudine try to convince me to watch <laughs> American Horror Story, which she's tried to on many, many, many occasions. But this time around, we'll be recording, so it'll be official. And, uh, and maybe, just maybe, I'll listen to her. But I am Dan Scott. Beth, Crusher. have you seen any oh, of those? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I watched all of last season. Okay. Which I thought was good. I loved Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, and I watched the first season. And part of it, like, I really liked the um, mental hospital season, but, like, lost steam about halfway through. So yeah. I don't know why American Horror Story does that to me a little bit every year where I get really yeah. into it. And then I guess it's more like two-thirds of the way through I kind of lose it. So You are not alone. That happens to everybody. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. So that much for that. Right, right. That means I'm not watching it then. Making it through, so I'm gonna give it one more go. That means I'm not but watching. You should. Nah, I'm not gonna watch it then. What? Oh, what for? Not watching it. So the two thirds. <laughs> they're two-thirds always successful in creating a very creepy vibe and like interesting topic. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then two thirds of the way through, I'm gonna give up. It might be different through. if you're able to crash it because this is one of those shows I watch week to week because I want to stay current. So maybe, you know, if I were crashing it on Netflix, I might be able to get through it a little easier. But I think every season yeah. has its moment where there's like two or three episodes where you're just like, oh, my God. So I want to thank Beth once again. Claudine, uh, as always, thank you very much. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Claudine said, check us out on Facebook. Do a search for Zoom and Enhance and uh, Gort from the day the air still should come up. We will be back uh, in two weeks, right, Claudine? And we'll talk about... Sounds good. TVs, movies, science fiction, comic books, whatever. So say we all. So say we all. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.